him all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. Still from the three. Streaks across the 40. He might be gone. It's up. That's the good night, boys. They got blockers. They got blockers. They got a lane. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Miami. Darrell Langham with the grab. Starts intercepted. Oh, look out. Drayton Bandy, the true freshman. They got the chain again. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. We got to get this. That's going to take everybody. Hello, Canes family, and welcome to another episode of Miami Nights. I am Joe, joined alongside, as always, by my brother Jimmy, coming off of another loss, this time to 10th ranked Louisville. 38 to 31, your Miami Hurricanes fell. Final home game, senior day, Jimmy. How are we? Uh, what what you just summed up explains how I am right now. Another another disappointing loss on this season, and I I've been made fun of for saying Louisville. A lot of people say Louisville. Louisville. I don't know what's correct. If you're from there, it's Louisville. 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 But Louisville. Lu- Louisville is the Proper pronunciation. <sighs> Proper pronunciation is Kane's Killers. Why is senior night always just the most depressing day or game for the Miami Hurricanes? Why is it always just an empty stadium? Season's over. Game doesn't mean much. Have you seen it before? I think I've seen this show before, and I think I know the ending. Is that the lyrics? <laughs> I think I like the ending, uh, and we well, don't. We do not like this ending, and yep, we have, yeah, we've been in this place before, but you know what? Oh, well, I'm getting some feedback sound. Oh, L- a little raspiness. Some... You still getting that? Yep. Well, it won't come through because it's you're just hearing it from the phone. Okay. It's very annoying, though, but whatever. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I think we can get right into it, Jimmy. It's it's the big debate. I mean, you can get into the X. Do we want to get in the X's and O's of this game first briefly before we get into where I think you and I might disagree here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I think I think we'll go off on a tangent. Okay. Um, well, how about we just start off with category five of the week? And okay. Tropical depression. All right, right no, into okay, it. Into the X's and O's. Yeah, category five of the week. I mean, mine's kind of easy, but. Put him on a stretcher, Fletcher. Uh, nice. Wonderful game. Had what? some big, big runs for us. And shocker, once the passing game is actually uh, doing okay, then the running game does well. Shocker. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job, Mark Fletcher. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go Category 5 of the week. I am going to go... Francis Maui Noah. Mm, mm-hmm. Simply, I mean, it, it's basically that one play where he just ran out and just flattened the dude and then taunted him. That one play is kind of the culmination of his whole se- his entire season. Has he had a couple moments, that freshman moments, some bad holding, some bad false starts? Sure. But for the most part, a true freshman, he has looked the part, and I am excited to see how this guy grows in the system. Um, I could yeah. give it to everyone on the line, really. Our offensive line has been just such a treat, but I, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to my boy, Maui Noah. You're talking about defensive line or offensive line? Offensive line. Sad, see sad news about Cohen. Yep. Uh, looks like he is going to be declaring for the draft. Um, yeah. Did you see what uh, Jim Nagy said? The, NFL scout basically like no he basically praised Mary Ball and the Miami staff for how much Cohen has grown from last year and like just he's like a completely different player and so now he's going to the senior bowl and like I think he gets most improved offensive lineman um that's awesome it's just a testament to what this what Cristobal Mary Ball all the balls are building with this offensive line. Like, they are yeah. 
just light years better than where we were last year and where we've been in a very long time. All the balls. <laughs> you like that? Um, I did like that. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to my category four of the week because oh, I got to do one. Do is that? is Mr. Tyler Van Dyke? Um, yeah. A uh, a great bounce back performance. Twenty one, twenty four for thirty nine, three hundred twenty seven yards, one touchdown, and the big stat is zero interceptions. And yep. why? If our defense didn't decide to lay an egg for a game, which hey, they've had a wonderful season. Bad games happen. I'm not going to make any judgments on the defense. Um, but if defense played like they did all year, we we win this game. Um, so I don't necessarily blame it on on the offense on for this game. You know, would I like more than maybe 31 points? Yes, but it's more than we've been scoring. It's more than our season average. So if we got better, it's because we didn't turn the ball over. So Tyler Van Dyke, you know, fans have been against you been calling for you to get benched everyone's calling for jakari brown god knows what's happening with that situation i'm done even asking because i just believe they just i don't even know i just i actually saw something that said he was staying which makes no sense to me because then we should have played him a couple times because we wouldn't even burn the red shirt but whatever but people were calling for tyler van dyke to be benched and he came back and had a good game so category four a couple thoughts there one I agree. TVD, I mean, played way better than, obviously, how he has been playing. Now, there's still, for one, Louisville ran a lot of man. And we've seen it. Like, TVD plays well against man defense. Um, So that was, I'd still, I want to see him do it up against zone. And we haven't seen it yet, but it's fine. They played a little bit of zone, too, and and he played well, didn't turn the ball over. Um, and then secondly, on the Jakari Brown situation, here's something interesting that's about to come up is TVD today did not commit, didn't say one way or another if he was asked a, if he's returning to Miami next year, didn't comment and B, if he's would play the bowl game, didn't comment. And he said, it's because he doesn't like to look too far ahead. It gets him in trouble when he looks ahead. He just wants to focus on Boston college. But this raises the question, if Tyler Van Dyke does not play in the bowl game and chooses to transfer prior to that and put his name in the portal, then if it's not Jakari Brown, then it is literally a wildcat situation with Brashard Smith. Yeah, yeah. I'd say we just don't even play the bowl game. Oh, not I good. know. I thought about the same thing. Like, if TVD went down today, like, what do we do? I don't know. I have no idea. I know. Uh, and so and, it, just... and it, it it brings up the the point that we need to go into the portal for a quarterback. Uh, I saw we we uh, offered that Shamanad quarterback uh, Bailey Cedric Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's other reasons for that offer since it was kind of late. Obviously, he wasn't Plan A, but you got Jeremiah Smith as a as a teammate, also Zaquan Patterson. So I think it's just trying to keep our big recruits and maybe try and get one. Well, I mean, he looked like a talented quarterback. I was looking at his tape. He looked great, but we, but that's, he's he's going to be underdeveloped next year, and so we can't, you know, with the chance that TVD leaves, even the chance that Jakari leaves, we only have Emery back there, and you know, we just need more. So we need to hit the portal very hard for quarterbacks, and it's just it's our missing piece. If we have elite quarterback play this year, I mean, we're talking about a ten, at least a ten win season, and possibly more with with the team that we have this year and the defense that we've had. With this game, it's unfortunate, but this season was lost because of poor offensive execution, specifically at the quarterback position. Yep, and I would say too, my only other thing with TVD and like, because even like what we saw against Louisville, he played well. But the reason that he's still just not the guy for us moving forward is his just lack of mobility in the pocket, and he can't, he cannot scramble for the life of him. Like, even when I mean, he tried against in against Louisville but like we need not even a dual threat quarterback but just somebody that has is athletic enough that you have to think about them possibly leaving the pocket and running like you have to spy them once in a while like a Drake May type guy Drake May is not a track star by any means but he is a dual threat enough mobile enough that you have to honor that you just need that in college football now like I'm done like even a guy like Brad Kaya, who was one of the greatest passers in Miami Hurricanes history, but was so immobile, so it just really hindered our offense in total. And it's the same thing that we're seeing here. Like, it's just, 
Yeah. How's it, this Louisville game kind of like put the icing on the cake for me where it's like, all right, like TVD, thank you for everything, but we really, it is time to move on. Like we saw a good game yeah. from you and it's, it's still just not what, it's not enough. I mean, they did, you know, randomly just bring up the fact that his injury that I think he suffered when he didn't play against yeah, what the heck? Um, Clemson was that he had a, basically his skin was disconnected from his muscle. And it's like an injury you get in a car crash. I forget the name they gave for it. <laughs> um, but it's like, why out of all the, like, out of, it was just like this random reporter that just bring brought it up. And yeah. like, no one really like was like, oh, interesting. Like this was, I mean, I, we watch every game. We follow every Twitter account. No one had heard this detail. It was interesting. Well, but now we, apparently, apparently that's what he's been playing with. I mean, we found out that one, uh, what is it, or that Fox Sports reporter making up sideline stories at halftime. Yeah, she could have so made that up. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was made up. And that's a heck of yeah. an injury to make up. You, you, <laughs> It's so specific, no one would question it. I know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on TVD, and I'm hoping that um, we go out on top this week against Boston College and then wish, wish him farewell. Yeah. Um. All right. Tropical depression. Yeah. Tropical depression week. Mine's actually. A, mine's a pretty hot take. Oh. Right. Is it? Is it cold take or hot take? If everyone agrees with me, or no one agree, might not agree. It's a. It's a cold take. If it's like a bad take. Hot take. It's like gotcha. a, It's controversial, but it's yeah. It's. Okay. Yeah. My hot take then on yeah. on the tropical depression of the week is Brashard Smith. Oh. I know he had a great game. He had a big touchdown, that reverse, great play. But you have to show restraint on that last drive. Hitting that, walking over to that Louisville player, hitting him in the face, costing us 15-yard penalty, when in fact you actually throw a Hail Mary to end the game and we catch that thing five yards short. And yeah, things may have been different, plays may have been different, but every inch matters, especially at the end of a ball game like that. And... Brashard was selfish and cost us 15 yards. I I know J- and Jacoby George did the same thing at the end of his, but mm-hmm. I mean I'm just focusing on Brashard here because this this was the much like he literally had to take, you know, 10 steps to walk over to this guy and, and cause a problem. And it's just you're not thinking of your teammates and it's the cancer that this team has had for the past two decades is players like that that do not think about other players on the team do not think about the greater picture maybe there's a chance they can go down and drive and score a touchdown here but Burchard blew it and let his his attitude get the best of him and caught potentially cost us being able to tie that ball game up yeah I I agree I think though actually I mean they're both really bad I honestly yeah, I guess you could point at either one, but Jacoby George's was really bad too. Because think about it, if he doesn't do that, they're now having they're to back snap up against the ball the end from zone. I agree. inside their own yeah. five. Yeah, um, I'm just saying and, I'm not actually give it to him because it was more in the moment. The he he was frustrated. The guy's right in his face. I still think it's completely selfish. Yeah, but Richard's sure. really bothered me because he he walked over. He there. wasn't even in the yeah, and that's the second time yeah. he's done that. He did it against Florida State. It was a play yeah. he wasn't even involved in. And he walked over and, there. And, and you it. and we sit here and we and we and we wonder why is it Brashard getting the ball more? Why right. is he not getting more touches electric? And that's probably why. Well, and it's the same thing as we've said all season, like we need to get Jacoby George more involved in the offense and like and and yes, he plays a, a lot, but like Cristobal has said multiple times, like, we need more out of Jacoby George and we need to see something more from him. And it's like stuff like that that I'm yeah, sure it's the, the mental co- side of it. Yes, that they have seen in practices and preparation, and that's why some of the. It's just you need everyone to be like a. I mean, honestly, like how some of our freshmen are playing. Like you need more. Yeah, of those or, guys. or even like a, a Restrepo. Like he, yes. he, he, he's there. He's a, he's there for business, right. you know. And he's he's he only cares about the next play. Exactly. And we don't have that in, in some of these players. And it's just, yeah, selfish, and it may cost you ball games. And you know, you know the refs are against. You know, they're always— You know it's people, a penalty. People hate Miami. They always have. They always will. You're, it's, they're always going to get the second guy. So whatever that guy is yelling and jawing and saying, you just have to be mature enough to just run back to the huddle. Because the best way 
that you can get back on that guy is by scoring on him or by just winning the football right. game. Then all the chirping, yeah. it doesn't matter if you just if you score, you make a play, and you win the game. Like right. throwing a punch, that just only helps them and everyone. It's just it's inexcusable. And it, yeah, inexcusable. It, it did. And that's the and fact that's that we caught I, the hail mary at the three. Yeah. Uh, and or do hey, what's your tropical depression? But I want to come back to this because I think it's going to transition mm, us into the next conversation. My tropical depression of the week, uh, prob- I'd have to go. I mean, I, I was going to say defense. I got to get more specific than that. I think overall linebacker play, and it stinks because th- we've been praising the linebackers all year. But yeah, your your category five was Kiko. I <laughs> I no my category no was wait. No, I was talking about Maui Noah, our offensive line freshman. Oh, oh. Um, Francis Maui Noah. Francis. What do they call him, CeCe? I don't know. I only know Kiko. Yeah, CeCe is, uh, is, I think, his nickname. Yeah, sorry. Sorry for the confusion there. But I think I made it quite clear that it was his block that I, that I liked, the pancake block. So this is yes. actually on you. Yeah, okay, That's that fault. makes a lot more sense. I was a little confused with what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got quiet on me. And, and then, then I transitioned br- to the offensive line. And yeah, then I was like, but I didn't like, transition. Like, I was already talking about the offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will say, but going back to that. Wait, 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 I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> with the linebackers, there was a lot of there was a lot of missed gaps. There was a lot of them missing, like, playing man on the tight end and letting the tight end roam free. Oh, my um, God. Do we know how to defend a tight end? Yeah, and it was it was their guy to get, and there was just missed assignments, and most of it came from the linebackers. Some of it came from the safeties, but just overall, it was not a great performance from them. And, hey, it they have balled out all season. You're going to have games like this. You're going to have a couple – and it just so happened that, yeah, Louisville had some really good scheming on offense and kind of picked us apart there. And we, we were lack of depth on the defensive line showed up. Um, the injuries starting to pile up and LT wasn't playing. And so then it was like our, our defensive line did not have the game they usually have. And I think a lot of that has to do with depth. Um, and then, yeah, Cam... Just he plays uber aggressive. That sometimes comes to bite him. So kind of just everything piled up on the defensive side of the ball on Saturday. And they end up giving up yeah, 38 it points. Was, it was tough. You, yeah, Cam did not. I mean, Cam had that, that wonderful interception. But if it wasn't for that, it was it was not his best performance. Bad angles all around. Um, But yeah, that makes much more sense that you were talking about Fran- Francis. But I will say Francis gave up that pretty bad sack and then didn't help up. TVD, and I didn't like that. You give up a sack like that, you help yeah. up TVD. Yeah, he was too busy. There was some sort of miscommunication at the line. He was talking to the other guy. But listen, I mean, the he this kid is a Ch- true freshman. He's true a true freshman. freshman, and he made. I mean, running out there that and making that block, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and oh, he's I thought, been. I thought we were in control of the game at that point. But and Francis has been. So it is confusing because you, it's Francisco and Francis. I mean, you can't like we're, it's yeah, literally that's a, why I've been a struggling. Co, a co at the end. Francisco is the linebacker. Francis is the offensive yes. lineman. I think Francis goes by CC and Francisco goes by Kiki. Kiko. 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 <laughs> Good <laughs> night. Um. Whatever. They've both been great. We got the Brown brothers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Damari Brown. <laughs> He's been playing really good ball. Oh, he's going to be a really good player. True freshman as well. The freshman. All right. The freshman. I mean, that leads me into my, I don't know how much more you like, what else we want to hit no, on uh, with this game? Uh, it's just, it's, let's, let's know, talk, it's, let's it's talk just about a the end of the game. game. Offense shows up, defense doesn't. How many times have we seen that when one side of the ball puts it together, the other side decides to lay an egg? Yep. All right. So I want to first talk about the, our last real possession when we had it first and goal. And this mm. this will lead us into the rest of the into the rest of the conversation I want to have. You have it. It's fourth. It's you. It's third and goal, and you don't get it. And so now it's fourth and goal, and we break the huddle. I mean, play clock's now under ten seconds, and we end up using the first of our three timeouts. Now, what is your opinion on this? 
I it I'm not shocked, but I was extremely upset because you absolutely will need that timeout if you don't get that conversion. Like you 100% need that timeout or the game is over. The game is not over if it doesn't work and you get the ball back, if they get the ball back with three timeouts. But if you, if you take the timeout and it also doesn't work, then the game's over. So I just think the odds are more in your favor that you keep that timeout, you roll with the play that you originally rolled out with, which I think they actually kept the same formation when they called timeout, and I and you keep that time like you just keep that timeout. Now you now you're able. We would have gotten the ball back instead of I think with like less than thirty seconds left, we would have gotten the ball back with about a minute left or maybe a little over a minute left. And I mean that's crucial when you're talking about the end of a game. We wouldn't have needed to throw a big Hail Mary. We could have we could have ran some actual plays and spiked the ball, and, and we could have actually had a quick drive. But we burned that timeout, and then we still don't get the conversion. And I just think it it was just a, you know, it wrapped it in a bow this season of where I think Mario, his big weakness is managing games, and that's not new information. We all, like, there's many, many people, obviously, that have that opinion, but it, it discourages me every time I see it because I, I feel like every time I'm an optimist and I want to believe he's not going to do that. He's not going to make this stupid coaching decision at the end of the game. He's going to manage the clock while the next game. Well, I'm sure there is a reason for this. But when it comes to that timeout, it was just a backbreaking timeout because everyone knew we needed that thing. Everyone knew we needed it. Unless it was just, unless like we had 13 men on the field and. You know, we we had just like we were gonna do run the worst play on planet Earth, which we were close to running that. I I just don't understand why you call that time out there. I wholeheartedly disagree with everything you just said and who you are as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. First of all, if you don't get that you you kept saying the game would be over and it wasn't over because we did that and we saw that you just said if we didn't have those personal fouls and the hill mary would have actually worked it would have been the end zone we would have won the game so right, hang on but hang we on the ball was so, but it's only because we had a big throw to x like but here's like the we, deal we were... you have not stopped them on defense the entire game so in your mind you're like we give them the ball back who cares if we have three timeouts the chan- they're going to get a first down on us most likely just the way the game has gone Use like statistically showing they're going to get a first down on us. So it doesn't matter if we have two timeouts or three timeouts, they're going to run out the clock anyways. Two, we've got it within the five yard line. We have it's fourth and less than five yards to go. Yeah. And you're telling me you don't have a play ready for that? It, that they, the play, the, you the don't fact have a play is, ready for that type of scenario? They had a play, but you have to, that is when you have it there, you have to score. So, you take the timeout because this is the most important play of the game, so why not talk it over and try to put out the best play? Now, we can argue all day on, as to whether or not it was the right play to call, and Dawson and said, yeah, obviously, obviously at wasn't. this point. You, don't, you throw a fade to George. But the, well, the, he, not even a fade. It was, supposed to be, it was supposed to be a quick hit to the outside, and they were supposed to jam up the inside leverage, and he was supposed to basically just break free and be open on the left. That play was never there on the left side of the play, and so then the second read is to Jacoby George. So... It, that wasn't even where the play was supposed to go, the, so the play wasn't really the play wasn't executed the way it should have been. But the fact of the matter is, th- you have to score there. So you're not going to get a better chance know, of scoring the football problem, than right there. My, so you, right, you, you, you knew you could get when, the ball back anyways. You, we got the ball back with some with a little bit of time, so you knew you were going to get it back no matter what. But why? not put the best play out there, call the timeout, rather than, oh, we're going to save that timeout because we're going to make them go three and out when they get the ball, even though we haven't done that all game. But uh, no, my, I'm saying, why isn't that play ready to go? Like, why are we, why are we like, shocked we're in that situation? We need to call a timeout. It was like, ready. Like, play should be ready. It was ready, but how, you break. Then you, why call the timeout if it was ready? Because then you're seeing the defense, and you just want to talk it over and be like, "All right, they're showing this defense. Is this still the play we want to run?" I just don't find that a situation where you the, you you don't have a timeout to burn to talk it over. I, you in do. my opinion, you that do. is not, and they that did. is not a burnable timeout. It is a burnable timeout when you ca- you're. It's a burnable timeout when you haven't stopped them all game. Why would you give up trying to score from within the five yard line? If it's just the same thing when you call a timeout to talk anything over. You have to make sure this play works. It didn't end up working, and we lost the game, 
but it's the most important, crucial play of the game, so you might as well use all of your resources you have to make it right, and one of those resources is a timeout. I just don't agree. I Brings don't me. think it's a burn. I, I don't think it's a, a timeout you have in your pocket that you can use. I, I think that was a crucial, crucial timeout to actually, because we did have to throw a Hail Mary to end the game, and we probably would have had to throw a Hail Mary anyways, even without Brashard Smith having his penalty. So We were going to have to throw a Hail Mary no matter what, because you get still get the ball. No, if you have a minute left, with if you no have timeouts. a minute left, you, you don't need to throw, you don't need to throw a, a Hail Mary. We've no, seen, you don't need we've to. Got, we've seen, we saw, what did Georgia Tech came down on us in like 15 seconds you're able to make you're able to create a drive especially if you have okay yardage you're able to create a drive in a minute okay you create a drive in a minute and then with spiking the ball and then you don't have to throw a hail mary you might be on like the 25 30 yard line throwing it but you're not on your own 50 or own or yeah own 45 yard line and then what what are you going to do once you are you going to get a better field position are you going to get a better chance to score on that minute drive with no timeouts. Are you going to get it within the five yard line for no? You're not. But the, the problem is, no. my, yeah, like I said, going back to me, the problem is the execution of a drive. That's like that, fine. That we, we should be ready. That, that we should be ready to go. We can have that, that argument we, all team, day. Our about team should be ready to go and not need a timeout. But here's this is it brings me to the next point is I get there, this whole narrative of that he's not a good game manager, and I think there are aspects and he, that he's used timeouts liberally in the past, and it's gotten better this season, especially with first-half timeouts. But the fact of like that people think that these coaches don't know, that we on the couch know how to use timeouts or know how to game manage better than Mario Cristobal is insane to me. Like, these guys... Are the, he's, these guys are the best of the best. He is the head coach for the University of Miami. I think he knows how to use timeouts, and I think he knows how to manage a game better than you and me sitting on the couch. Like you, but you throw out you throw out any leverage with that conversation. You throw out any leverage you had the second you handed that ball off to Don Chaney to end the Georgia Tech game. First of all, that was Shannon Dawson's call, and they already said it's because they were just trying to play aggressive. He didn't think he could. He had to knee. Like. What I'm, it's it's just when we everyone just piles on that's the thing. Mario he, that he, is, he can't he manage games and that he's that. not the ant that he like it's just insane to me. It's insane that we think that he that he can't manage timeouts in a game. Of course he can. You can't become a coach at any level if you can't. There's just been multiple, multiple, multiple times this year where I've sat there and thought, what are we doing? At, why are we going slow? Like the Clemson game, for example, it all ended up working out at the end, but we were going egregiously slow to end that game and just letting the clock bleed out and bleed out when we needed seconds. And then you talk, obviously, uh, we only, don't even talk about the Georgia Tech game anymore, but he signed. I don't care if it Dawson called that play. That's your coordinator you hired, and you also could have overridden that. And he didn't. And I, I, I want Mario to be the guy. I want nothing more than for him to be the guy. I mean, we are contractually obligated to him. He's a hurricane legacy. Like, like I, I, I want this guy to be the guy. He's a wonderful recruiter. But I've just been very, very disappointed with him on actual game days. That's that's just where I, where I stand on that. But I mean, you're but you're also ignoring a lot of good that he's done on game days too, and things like the fact that he actually did bench TVD, ended up and putting in Emery to play against Florida oh, State. I'm, no, I'm glad you bring that up. He benched TVD only after he had multiple, multiple bad performances that cost us losses. Why didn't we see an ounce of Emery against NC State where he could have worked out those kinks where, that he had against Florida State and, and some, you know, just growing pains that come with playing an away game? Why not put him in for a couple snaps when your other quarterback is basically losing us the game and come to find out he has this horrible leg injury that's keeping him out? Like, it, what, why the, not? Jimmy, the leg injury was not keeping. You can't believe the leg injury. That clearly okay, well, was not a thing. Well, then who cares about the leg injury? He's thrown pick after pick after pick. I agree, and we've already and, had this discussion. But what I'm saying, but is I'm like, saying that's part of game management as well. Why not give that player the reps that he needs? Thinking in your head, there's a possibility I bench this guy, and we start Emory against FSU. That idea didn't just come to him out of nowhere the week between NC State and FSU. He's obviously thinking about that in some form or fashion. So why not play Emory a few snaps? 
because at the end of the day, he I and I agree. We've had I was the first per, one of the first people to say it's we have to bench TVD, and I thought it was too late. But what I'm saying is like there's so much because now this narrative of Mario Cristobal has come that he can't manage games. Like everyone is just pile driving onto him about all of the, it's every issue falls on his shoulders. And I get as the head coach, you need to. And everyone's just ignoring all of the good and the actual improvement that has happened this season. And you yourself tweeted that from our account that you didn't think that there's been improvement this year. And I think that is, it is, I can't even wrap my head around how false of a statement to even think there hasn't been improvement. All I did was question the amount of improvement we talk about. Let's question it. Offensively, we statistically across the board, all through offense, we have improved numbers from last year. Not hard, not hard to after Gaddis. That's not, that's not hard to improve offensive numbers after Josh Gaddis. All right, so okay, can't talk about that then. All right, defensively, no, we can. We've I mean, I can talk about. Every... I could. I could talk about the running back rooms better. The offensive lines better. The the wide receivers have performed better. I will. Defensively, we've improved on every single level. Every single statistic. Yes, no, I'm, he like took I said, over I'm not, a team. I'm not from... saying we have not improved, but it's not. It's it's. The, we, I think the frustrating. Went... The, I I think the frustrating thing though with Mario is that you're right. Our personnel, our players have vastly improved. And the, the the players we see on the field are so much better, but it's not it's not bringing us wins but, but like it, it but should Jimmy, because last year, of, I believe, because uh, uh, duly in part because of coaching. But, Jimmy, last year we got... It, it, so, first of all, you have to take the team that Mario Cristobal took over from Manny Diaz was a team that had several position groups that there was simply no depth. Manny Diaz wasn't recruiting linebackers at all. There was multiple position groups that he wasn't recruiting. And he, and whether people want to admit it or not, he took over a mess. Like, there was the mentality, the culture. Okay, so if you don't disagree with that, so then we can take what Mario Cristobal has done year over year. So the first year, we know everything that happened last year. This year, look at the games that we got blown out out in last year what game have we and I know this is hard to say as a Miami Hurricane fan and hard to think about to think this way but what game have we gotten blown out this year and just outplayed and that our team just rolled over and quit I know I I'm saying I don't disagree that our personnel has improved I just I'm not think talking about personnel caught, though I'm talking just, about well, no. wins and losses like well, our wins and losses have okay. We've improved by one. If but that's we, what I know season, that how I think we might. And that's what I'm saying is, if you're just looking at all right, we went five and seven last year. We're six and we're uh, we're six and five now. But we took FSU down to the wire last year. We got absolutely blown out by FSU. We took number ten Louisville down to the wire which would be a game that we would have gotten blown out last year. We got blown out by Pitt last year. We've got we just we lost to Middle Tennessee State last year. So like you look at these games as a whole, yeah, we could have lost to Clemson, we could have lost to Virginia. We could have beaten um we should have beaten Georgia Tech, we could have beaten Florida State, we could have beaten like you look at the games as a whole and there is just a vast vast improvement from what we saw last year and yeah, one more win than last year so far. But there's so much more to that about what he's building. You see an offensive line that we can actually run and we can do a lot on offense because our offensive line is young and huge. We've got young freshmen that are absolutely balling out. Like, we are building depth. We're recruiting well. I just, I know it's frustrating, but like, there's been so, it's been, it's not even just a little bit of improvement. There is vast improvement from last year and it just hasn't shown up on the wins and loss column the way we should. But I, you just got to give the guy time. I mean, he hasn't even finished I, his second I, I, season. I am giving him time. It's the stuff that is is right in your face in the moment, like taking that time out, like handing it off to Cheney, that bothers me. That I just, I, I lose trust in the guy. That's all it is. And I have, like I said, I want nothing more than for him to be the guy. But there are just things like that that just drive you insane. And and how do you like this man has been around football his whole life? 
Like that's, that's what I'm saying. I just think is there's the, more to it than us should just... be ironed out. Then explain that he should honestly he should be explaining why you call a timeout in that scenario I, because it doesn't it does not make explain. sense to call a timeout. He what he does, say? Jimmy. Half the fan base understands why you call a timeout. I just explained to you why you call a timeout, and he explained the same exact thing. He said we saw that that fourth down was the most crucial play of the game. We wanted to talk it over, make sure that we had that we saw their defense had every all the right plays. Shannon Dawson came out and said the same thing. And then, lo and behold, we end up actually getting the ball back, and they didn't try. It was the same mentality that I'm thinking, that they didn't have the trust that we'd be able to just go three and out, three timeouts with a one-minute left, no timeouts, and come down that same exact position and get the ball first and goal and then score. We already had it there. We might as well make it right. They explained it. I get the knee at Georgia Tech is inexcusable, and I... I don't think anyone will forever be able to wrap their heads around that. But like these, oh, he calls timeouts. Like the, I just we're, I just cannot fathom that we think we know how to use timeouts better than than Mario Cristobal and Shannon Dawson combined. I mean, it's crazy. Hmm. Like bum, bum, ba, da, bum, oh, I, I, I want Mario bum. to be the guy. I will say though next year is a just in my in my personal opinion the defining year for Mario because you can say improvement this year compared to last year but Mario was also the coach when we lost to Middle Tennessee State. Mike so Norvell like, was oh, the was coach man. when they lost to Jacksonville State and I'm everyone aware. That's, after and the that's Florida State but, game everyone was telling Mike, me how great of a coach oh, Mike Norvell is. Oh, I know. I know. But Mike Norvell his third year had a great year, had a ten win season. That's all I'm saying. Next year is the year, because I'll, 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 you know, I'll keep that in my mind that he, we have improved this year over last year, and I'll use that to bring me into next season and give me some optimism going into next year. But if it's more of the same, if it's another multiple, how is it more? How is this year more of the same of last year? It this is that's what I'm. That's my point. It's not Losing like all right, games we're going to give the University one... of Miami that we shouldn't lose. Like oh you, my you gosh, should not, that's you should the... not lose that that the Georgia Tech game. You should not lose. We should beat Louisville at home. We should, we... Jimmy. But you, like this has been the last twenty years of Miami Hurricanes football. So this I is know. the first time. This is the first time in the last twenty years that we have actually seen real change and real players come through we had flukes with Mark Rick but we knew that season was a fluke and we knew we didn't have the talent to have the record that we did we had flukes with Manny Diaz in the D like there's been spurts early on in the 2000s there's been spurts but this is the first time that you're looking around you're like whoa that offensive line looks different those linebackers look different these freshmen look a lot different we are going to be bringing in top 10 recruiting top 15 top 10 recruiting classes every year like this is the first time you can be like something is different here, and if you if you don't believe that, then you, I I can't force you to believe it. But like it's just there. So we've been through twenty years of pure mediocrity. So this is the first time. Like yeah, record still mediocre, but we're seeing someone actually building something that's sustainable. I'm gonna give him some time. I am too. I'm not saying I'm not gonna give him time. I'm just frustrated. You said with next the year he, you can't see the same things. In-game decisions I've been frustrated with. My main three I've already stated. Not kneeing against Georgia Tech. Not playing Emory sooner and just throwing him in the FSU game. And then I just hated that timeout at the end I mean, of that. He, I mean, there's been little ones against, here and there. He didn't get thrown it. He played against Clemson, but... He played against Clemson only because TVD was injured, and then we just we decided to bring TVD back, and after multiple interceptions... And him costing us those games, we still didn't see a glimpse of Emory. I just think all of the good that he's doing and that is clear, like uh, people are losing their minds over some bad timeouts when you can actually see why the timeouts may have been called. I feel like we're focusing on the wrong thing here when we're trying to build a program that has been bad for 20 years plus years I need Mario to recruit us an elite quarterback in the portal that's that big is for true. me too I agree with that we we badly need a quarterback we lose to UF starting next season if we don't have an elite quarterback in the room 
but see, I I don't even think they have to be elite, but like we need just a good quarterback that like okay. Someone like Jordan Travis. Emory Jordan Travis is not elite, you know? But he's just gotten better year over year and has fit the system perfectly and is just a gamer. Like you just need yeah, someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he's just a good he's a good college quarterback. Right. Like Emory Williams, like you said, Emory Williams Emory Williams is not like he's not elite. I mean, he's a freshman. We have barely seen anything of him, but if he could become the quarterback we need, but what we need is just depth in that room. Period. Yep. That's the only position that makes me nervous going into next year. Because it's where the University of Miami is consistently under-recruited, and I need Mario to flip that. But yeah. he does not have a crazy history of recruiting quarterbacks. Yeah. Did he uh, Did he recruit Justin Herbert? No. I didn't think so. I think that was... Uh, he, was that was, Taggart? Was that Taggart? <laughs> Uh, was there a guy in between him and, and Taggart? Or did Chris Paul take over right after Taggart? I thought Chris Paul took over right after Taggart, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it was not Chris Paul. All right, but and then my my last comment here, and I will I I will backtrack and I will, I will say the me saying he started Emory against Florida State backfired on me. I agree there because I I have said. I was complaining opposite of that prior. But my point, yeah, whatever, I've already said my point. But also, it's kind of crazy to me, like, you go on Twitter and stuff, and people are, they're just like, oh, like, six and five this year, and we went five and seven last year. Like, what's the difference? But it's like, do people, we still have two games left, people. Let's have I a little agree hope here. I mean, let's, if no, we beat Boston I, I, College and win our bowl game and we finish eight and five. Yeah, if we're eight and five, I'm not going to say it was an improvement. I mean, even if we go seven and and six, I'm not going to say it was an improvement. It's just, I think it's how the seven and six has looked, in my opinion. But you beat Texas A&M, you beat Clemson, and you could have beaten Florida State and Louisville. How many games last year could we that we lost? Could we said we could have won? We we got yeah, blown no, you're, out. You're not you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't disagree with that that's what that's what gives me hope. Because I do see that. I do see, like, it's the saying, lose big, lose close, then win small, then win big. I think it's a Bobby Bowden quote. And we're seeing that. What we Like I'm saying, that's why next year is a massive year, in my opinion, for Mario. Because I think next year I need to see the win small. I need to see us Definitely. pulling out that UNC game. I need us pulling out that FSU game. We can lose. There, there's going. We're going to lose a couple games next year. There's going to be a game. Like, every team has it where they don't play well. Heck, Alabama had a close game with USF this year. Like that stuff happens. I'm not this unrealistic fan that's going to expect us to run the table, even though I said we were going to go nine and three this year. But I need I need to win smalls next year. I agree. And and if I don't see that, I'm very worried about our contractual obliga- obligation to Mario. I agree. I agree. All right. Ugh. Well, now. We have Boston College. Who do we play this week? <laughs> Noon kickoff against Boston College on Black Friday, and it is going to be black ice. The roads will be icy. The weather will be cold. It will be miserable up there in Boston for this Black Friday special. Um, yeah, I mean, this is... Is it really? Is the weather going to be bad? I mean, it's going to be like 40s and just probably overcast and windy. Ugh. Yeah. This is a, um, I mean, that honestly, rock hard. everything I've just said, like, this is a gut check game because your season is, it, the season's over. Like, there's really, you've already made your bowl, but there's no championship to play for, and you're not playing a good team. Like, Boston College is a much improved team, actually, but they're not, like, a ranked team or anything. So this is just, like, can you just man up, go up there to Boston College and just get a win uh, for a program that desperately needs a win right now because we're on a huge losing streak? Yeah. Like, you got to just, you got to find out, you find out who your players are here. Like, who's going to quit on you and who's, like, who's here for the long run? Because this is just, it's not a fun game at all. It's over Thanksgiving. It's cold. It's it's the last game of the year. A lot of, there's a lot of headwind here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I have I have optimism that our players will show up because they like we've said they have every week. We were worried about Clem- Louisville, like oh, will they be sleeping? 
because of the FSU game, but no, they came out and they they got after it. Which that's another and, thing is like there has been I know every new coach you always hear culture change, culture, culture. This is the first time we've actually seen first time in a long time we've seen a Miami Hurricanes team that does not quit. That's a culture shift. Yeah, I know. I I know. So <laughs> <laughs> Boston College running quarterback yeah. makes me nervous. Yeah, he's a gamer. Small little guy. Went wire to wire with FSU. Mm-hmm. They went on a little win streak this year, and then they've kind of faltered later in the year, but they, they're a good team. They've got players. We are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at the moment. Mm. Vegas just loves us. <laughs> I'll never understand. What else do you have on these Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was one of those games I said, I did, was this a loss that I had in the beginning of the year? I think, I think it was, I think it was part of my nine and three. Cause I said, uh, we I never win was. this game cause it's a Friday game against Boston college. Yeah. And I still feel very similar to that. I am glad it's a noon game, not like a 7 PM, even more cold. I at least maybe, hopefully the sun will maybe be out. Um, but I mean, may like, our guys lining up against their guys, we should, like I've thought about most games this year, we should beat them. Yep. We should win this ball game. We are a vastly more talented team than them. So it's going to come down to the X's and O's portion of it. And that's where I get nervous. Six and five, same record as us. Here's the thing. They, they're coming off of, they've had a, they've had a longer uh, week of rest than we have. They played Pitt um, on Thursday night and lost, and just it was ugly. And so we're coming off a short week. They're going to be fresh, but bottom line is we we should be able to just run the ball down their throats. Like there is, we sh- we should out physical them. They don't have a good defense. Their their defense has really been struggling. Like we need to just, I mean, we need to just. We had some drives in that them. last game where I was like, I need, I need more of like that flea flicker drive we had, and we were just rolling. Then the run game opened up. I think that yep. ended with a Mark Fletcher touchdown. We just need more of that. Just got like, just keep the passing game creative, and our inside run that we love to do will open up, and it clearly did. Yeah, um, we're getting Arroyo back from injury. And Dawson has said that he's. You're, we're going to start seeing more tight ends and more. I don't trust a thing they ever say in those press conferences. They also said Jakari Brown was a big part of the game plan going into FSU. Yeah, uh, man, you are just you are <laughs> against the coaches at the moment. Hey, I get I mean, it. A I, lot of I people say, are. I mean, I'm I'm an optimist. What can I say? And I can understand Dawson's frustration, but. You know, he was kind. He he didn't mince words in his press conference this this past week, um, when talking about people are questioning if his offense is air eight or not. And I agree. A lot of people don't know what they're talking about, but it's the the cocky side of him that I think cost us that Georgia Tech game, for sure, for sure. But like again, what we've said so much is there is still a lot of questions to be answered about Dawson um but you gotta you have to bring him back next year have some stability in the OC room and then see what what he can do when you have good quarterback play throughout the year like that's what you got to see what does the offense look like because look how different look how different our offenses looked when TVD actually plays well yeah we need to just throw the bag at whatever transfer quarterback is out there and I need him to at least be able to run like a 4-8-40 Dude, how about that uh that UCLA guy? There's a little there's some rumors about him possibly leaving. I won't get my hopes up for that, but I am looking at the Tulsa guy. Or is it Tulane? Oh, Tulane, Tulane, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um that would what be about, nice. Um you you mentioned Texas A&M buddy. Yeah, I would love Wegman. I don't know if he's actually looking at transferring. Yeah. That'd but be a Wegman good was good. One. There's NC also State? the Holy Cross quarterback has incredible stats. And he's oh tr- yeah, he's, he's going that. in the portal, but it's all Florida that, State that's wants more him. Of a, yeah, that one's more up in the air. You know, Florida State's going to get their portal quarterback. Yeah, well, that's all they can do. 
That's and sweet. we can talk. We want to talk about that? Uh, I mean, unfortunately, Jordan Travis goes down. You'd really hate to see it. I mean, Ooh, uh, I mean, and, you really and gosh, there was so much that. There was so much beef, and there was also some people questioning why is Jordan Travis even playing this game. Jordan Travis obviously playing in that game. It the is better question is why, night. dude. They they cannot be playing a team like that. That is a very bad FCS team. You can't be playing a team like that that late into the season. And they were they were down thirteen nothing at that. I point. know, I know. And that's when Travis got hurt when they were down thirteen nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just looking and real then they bad. Just but poured it on. A lot of beef between Canes and Knowles fans talking about how they treated Emery's injuries. So that's why we were coming back at them. I don't subscribe to any of that. We should never make fun of, you know, any injury in any sport, regardless of the team. And then Rodemaker, Rodemaker comes in. The kid has some talent. I think he should be their quarterback next year. He's no Jordan Travis, uh, but he's yeah. got a good arm. And yeah, that, that kid has paid his dues. He's been on that team for almost as long as Travis has been on that team. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. This Florida game next week will be interesting for them because, like I said, this— And yeah, Mertz goes down. That North Alabama—yeah. That North Alabama team, they became an FCS team like two years ago. Like, they were Division <laughs> three before that. I mean, they look like a high school team out there. I just don't— Yeah. You can't schedule games like—I mean, schedule like a they team were, like Yeah, they UConn were three and seven going into that. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see, but um, yeah, they're gonna hit the portal hard. What about that uh, NC State quarterback, the one that beat us? I I didn't I wasn't blown away by the kid. Yeah, I don't know. But he's athletic. Yeah, I mean he runs. I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Did he throw any interceptions that game? That's really all I need. Those are my two requirements. Yeah, he did. He threw two. Okay. <laughs> That's remember TVD then would turn it over right after. Oh yeah, yeah, we had those like four possessions in a yeah, row. Yeah, they really don't want him. You're right. You're yeah, right. never mind. I, that's why I was like shocked when he said, "I'm sitting out the rest of the season." I'm like, after that performance, yeah, like I, I, I wasn't really blown away. Yeah, but we need to hit the portal hard. We need to throw the book at them nil wise. We just, it's just a, a quarterback. It's just common knowledge. Just is a game changer for a team. I mean, we might not win a game. Derek King's year if he wasn't our quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then vice so, versa. If Jordan Travis was our quarterback this year, we'd be in the spot FSU is. 100%. Because I think I think uh, personnel-wise, we are a better team than FSU other than the quarterback position. All in all. Yeah. Trent, and the most important, if you're putting them pro- important weights where they're due, and, and the trenches is the most important part, our trenches were better than theirs. We saw it. Yep. We just couldn't. We just didn't have much going on offense. Because yep, our quarterback didn't get the proper snaps before that game. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but you got to figure it out. You got to throw everything at it to get that quarterback to get your guy. Because um, even the guy we're bringing in, the recruit, Judd, he's uh, he's just a three-star. Like, he, and he's and, a freshman. He, I mean, he, and they could be, be the guy. three-star. But you he need someone with guy. experience to compete but he's in gonna the But he's going to be a true freshman. Room. Yeah. Yep. We got to give him time. I think it's Emery's job to lose, though. Yeah, if TV. I mean, that that was the thing. Watching that game, I'm like, shoot, we like. I actually tweeted. I'm like, I have no idea what to think about this TV situation right now. I know. Is he coming back now? And we talked about. It, we're like, if he has a good game, does he come back? And I, I think that how this season ends is going to be a big honestly, deciding factor. Honestly, I think the damage has been done at this point. Like benching him and all the turmoil I think he's better off transferring somewhere playing another year getting his draft stock up and then going yeah then to like I think it's just it's too much you don't I honestly think the coaches need to make that decision too you don't want that sort of controversy going into next season and all that noise like yeah let's have a healthy quarterback a healthy quarterback competition healthy quarterback debate and TVD cannot be a part of that because of what's happened I agree. So, anything else on Boston College? They're really they're on a skid here. They they rallied so in the middle we. of the year. Yeah, both teams desperately need a win. Um. Yeah, what's Boston College's what's, record? Six and five, same as us. Okay, man, this is something's got to give here. Tickets as low as thirteen dollars. Tickets were as low as five last weekend in Miami. 
Yikes. <laughs> I'm looking at so oh, I'm seeing a nine point spread. It opened up at eight and a half. On FanDuel it's Miami seven and a half now. But Okay. Yeah. And I'm seeing an over under of forty seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Cold cold game. All right. Lock of the week. You know, that's the bright spot. Yeah. We had a good we had a good we had a good lock of the week. We did. What was yours? I don't remember, but I remember <laughs> I won. <laughs> I won barely. I had um Rutgers twenty one and a half against Penn State and they lost by twenty one. Oh, I took the Longhorns. That was mine. Okay. Okay. Against Iowa State. <laughs> really gotta start writing these things down. Yeah. Jeez. What do you okay, got this week? Lot, this week. Uh, let me pull it back up. Here we go. Bum, bum, I have TCU at number 14, Oklahoma. Friday, noon. I'll say that again. In Norman. Oklahoma is a 10-point favorite. <coughs> Bless, Bless me. You. I am taking the Sooners. Ooh, yeah, I like that pick. That game kicks off same time as Miami's, right? The Nooner on Friday. Yep. 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 Will you oh, be yeah, watching that instead? <laughs> I will I will be at a family event that Mackenzie's family does after every Thursday after every Thanksgiving on Black Friday. We always do an event as a family. And that's where I'll be. You know what? No more comment. No more comments, please. The only comment I will make is the last two years you've missed a lot of games and it's you didn't at the same time you didn't miss anything. No, so, I know. I think you're lucky. It's not like you miss some magical run from Miami, and when your kids ask you about those games one day, you can't. You'll be like, oh, "I didn't yeah. see them." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, no further questions on that. It's a yeah. It's tough. Dolphins yeah, play at three too. It's a good day of football Friday. Sit down on the couch from twelve to roughly six thirty and enjoy hurricanes and fins. I will be following from the Central Florida Zoo. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to hang maybe... out at the Central Florida Zoo. So you'll be seeing some type of dolphin, but not... Correct. Not the I don't one. think they have the budget for dolphins there, actually. That's true. Wait, that's the... Um... Oh, I'm thinking of Brevard County. I think... Is that the the uh, Sanford one? Is that where you're going to? That's a good zoo. No, I think that's the Sanford Zoo. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know about the Central Florida Zoo then. Yeah, you might be right. It might be that one. I have no Yeah, I idea. think it's a good all zoo. I, all I know is literally what are the chances both of my college and NFL teams are playing on Friday? Yeah, I know. Dude, the Dolphins, play, the Dolphins play on Christmas Eve this year at 4.15 p.m. I got to go to church. I know. Ugh. All right. Uh, my lag of the week is the big game. The big one, folks, Michigan, Ohio State. Ohio State is a three-and-a-half-point underdog at Michigan. Jimmy, give me the Buckeyes. The Michigan story is over, people. I'm sick of it. The world is sick of it. For once, I am actually having to cheer for Ohio State because I... I hate Michigan. When I saw that coach just bawling his eyes out like Jim Harbaugh just got hit by a bus, I'm like, what are we <laughs> doing here? Free like Harbaugh. The, dude, they're the most petty team. Like, oh, I am sick of Michigan. Give me the Buckeyes. All right. I but, hate it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it too. I hate even saying it, but I just hate oh, Michigan, and they're boring to watch, and they're, they're the they are, offense they are that Miami to wants to have. Just the Big Ten you. total is just a boring, boring conference that we will one day be a part of. I was gonna say how much how much time do we have left here before we get into the, we have to pick Miami still, but do we have time? Because I I saw rumor I another did, I you did saw see, that it was an unverified account. <laughs> yeah, it and, was and like like and like the fact if I guess we'll give context. Someone tweeted basically that the ACC that most teams are looking at realigning. You got FSU and Clemson, 
And it was like, it, like how he worded it was where he's like, most notably FSU and Clemson, but also UNC, Virginia, and Miami looking up either Big Ten and or SEC. Yeah. And then Big 12 looking at your Louisville's, um, it was a pit. There's a couple other ones. Um, and so I saw that, but it was unverified account. So I'm like, if you're lying, like someone just decided to wake up today and be like, I'm going to cause absolute chaos on the yeah. timeline. But here's the thing now on, on X, even if you're verified, it means nothing. Like you could just pay to get the blue check and then still. Right. So I don't even know who to believe anymore. But yeah, it honestly, at first I didn't really want to leave. Like I was like, I don't like, I, but since this season really, and it's just the referees, the, the referees alone make me want to leave this godforsaken conference. And the fact that yeah. we can't ever win it i'm like well let's just give up on it and let's just leave <laughs> let's start fresh yeah, it's it's time to go it is and, and we're going to be left behind because big 10 and sec are the two main main conferences right now and fsu and clemson they're gonna go they're gonna go somewhere and yeah and we're already like like we're already the acc is already panicking when they sign stanford smu and mm-hmm. and cal like yeah. that show that they're panicking they didn't have a plan they're cocky. It's a cocky conference. So what would you rather have, Big Ten or SEC? Uh, I would rather have SEC for the fact of I think that's where Florida State will go, and I just don't want to lose, potentially lose that rivalry. You won't, because um, we played them when we were in Big East and they were ACC. Yeah, that's my only thought. But where I think we fit better as a program, I think, is Big Ten. Yeah, I'd like to see Big Ten. Yeah, and I don't I think just, either help or help or hurt recruiting. So I I would like Big Ten. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thanksgiving week, Turkey Day. You're gonna sit down. You're gonna watch the parade. You're gonna stuff your face with food. You're gonna watch some NFL football. The Detroit Lions are actually having a good season this year, so you can actually they enjoy are. some It'll actually be a good, good Thanksgiving game, football on Thanksgiving. And then when you lay your eyes to sleep that night, Christmas music plays Friday morning. But at noon, that Christmas music quickly turns to death music as your Miami Arcades. Miami. Desperately needing a win, go up against the Boston College Eagles. America's bird. They also desperately need a win. Who can get this win? Your Miami Hurricanes are a seven and a half point favorite. It's going to be cold. It's going to be blustery. Our players are going to be bundled and there's going to be heaters on the sidelines because they can't deal with the cold and they're playing on hard turf and it's going to be miserable. But can they pull it out? Can they raise the trophy of seven and five? The trophy literally says seven and five on it, and we need it badly. We lost the Schnellenberger boots. Can I we get just the remember seven? We lost five? the Schnellenberger boots. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Can <laughs> we beat Boston College and end this season, this crazy season, on a high note? What say you, Jimmy? What say you? We never win this game. Never. I said it back in the early days of, what was it, August? Maybe it was September. Oh, uh, we had just We were just wee little dreams. children back then. Just Our first episode. Gumdrops. I just had big hopes. I said 9-3. With... Uh, and I, I said a nine and three team was going to lose to Boston College. So you imagine what I think for a seven and five team. And I'm not joking here. And I'm not gonna say the Canes win. I don't think that's gonna happen. Oh, Unfortunately, no, no, I will no. say Boston College twenty eight. Your Miami Hurricanes twenty three. Oh. <laughs> too cold for our players and I, I the walk might be long from the locker room to the stadium and we don't know how to use timeouts you just had to add that last part <laughs> <to the gym. laughs> Jimmy 
this pick I'm about to make is solely because my heart cannot take <laughs> what I have seen on Twitter this week. This fan base is so toxic and they fight each other and they battle to the death and I I can't handle it anymore. And I really just need us to win. <laughs> I'm going to go. The Boston College Eagles. Twenty-seven. Your Miami Hurricane. Thirty. Bory Gallus game winners. <laughs> Ice in his veins because literally the cold doesn't bother him <laughs> when he's already got ice spraying through his body. Ice water. Ice cold water. So give me Bory Gallus on a game winner off the turf. What the we heck? were two we're we're two overtime wins from not having an ACC win this year. Yeah, you're also a knee taking a knee from having one, and then you're also a competent quarterback. You're also not having a quarterback break his arm, potentially beating FSU. We should have beat. Like, don't get me started on that. <laughs> get that out of here. Too late in the episode for that. Gosh. All right. What bowl game do okay. you want? Uh, I would love us to politely decline. <laughs> right now we're projected <laughs> the Wasabi Fenway Bowl against Memphis. Oh, see, I saw possibly Arizona. I saw or, that too. Uh, El- this, the, yeah, or El Paso. We're always good for the yeah. Sun Bowl. Oh, I love the Sun Bowl. Potentially the Military Bowl. Oh, some just tough ones. But, dude, tough, w- tough, the Wasabi tough, tough. If we lose against Boston College, we're going to get the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, and it's going to be, it's like December 23rd. We're back in Boston it would, it, again. It's just yeah. going to be miserable. Even colder. Yeah. You thought that, you thought a month ago was bad. <laughs> yeah. I w- it would be nice to see us in a bowl game, though, because it's actually been, like, how long? Because we didn't play in one 2020. Yeah. Were there bowl games? Well, and we then got 2021. No, it's 2021 we got got COVID. Yeah, that's true. 2020. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. 2020 was we did have a bowl game, and that's when D.R. King tours ACL against Oklahoma State. Oh, yes, 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 and we should have won that game. Yeah. So we haven't played in a bowl game since that game. Mm. Would you want to see us in a bowl game if if we're running the Wildcat? I don't know. I don't know. We tried that last game for one play. Didn't work. One play. Ran up. Ran a boring play at the middle. And he's like, all right, you'll never see that again. All he had to do is just bounce that thing. Shannon Dawson just spat in her faces. Do you like, like Wildcat? They, there's one for you. Yeah. Go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Jimmy, enjoy the you zoo. I'll see I, you tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. I will see you tomorrow. All right. Tell the family I said hello. Yeah, I will. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll get you one of those wax sculptures from the zoo if you're into those types of things. Yeah, please do. Hey, you'll see some ibis at the zoo though. Take a picture of them. You'll see ibis and dolphin. But they'll I'll just be, watch. be mocking me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, better days ahead. Brighter days ahead. I believe in this staff, and Jimmy doesn't. You heard it here first, folks. I don't know. No. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I I know. I I have my questions. I know. 11 and 12. Show me something different. 11. Dude, can we let the... That's the only rule. We have to let the season finish first before (laughs) we compare records. Okay. All right. Because 12 and 12 is great. 13 and 12, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, peace. (laughs) 